Okay, welcome Jade to No Excuses Real Inspiration with Scott Marshall. This is episode 23, high numbers now. So for the viewers, um, nobody really knows you. Um, could you just give a wee intro of who you are and what you do? Uh, so my name's Jade, I live in Essex um, and I currently work for the NHS um, and uh, one of my passions is open water swimming. Ah, fantastic. Okay, so we're here to learn about your journey, Jed. So we're going to go way back okay. to where it all began. So back to your school years. So what sort of activities were you involved in then? So I was, I, I've always loved swimming um, and that was always my passion. Um, but my downfall was always food. So I grew up around parents that lived in uh, Slimming World meetings where their weight would go up and down. Yeah. Um, and they would be one week into healthy eating and the next into quite bad health, bad eating. So my relationship with food and fitness has always had quite negative connotations, yeah. um, especially during my school years. It was only kind of later on that I found a great love of fitness. Um, and But my swimming has always been a very consistent, joyful thing in my life. Yeah. No, fantastic. So what would you say that for you growing up, um, personally what was what was the challenges for you definitely always food for me um where I had parents who were quite restrictive with their food um I would always try and eat food that I wasn't allowed to eat um which led to a really really unhealthy um relationship with food yeah. and then I think also being in school as well and doing things like PE our teachers were always very lax in trying to get us to do things and motivating us. I mean, I grew up in the 80s, so um, okay. it was always <laughs> showing my age there. Um, but yeah, definitely for me, the challenge has always been the relationship with food. Yeah. And then for yourself, so you obviously mentioned um, open water swimming. So how did you get involved, um, you know, within fitness and then open water swimming? How did that come together? So um, in 2018, I was promoted uh, in my job and I decided that with the extra money, I was going to join a gym. Um, and I joined uh, my local gym. It's a very nice gym. It was quite expensive and it was my little treat to myself. Um, and then I found an amazing trainer there uh, who was really inspirational uh, to me. And I found this great love of, of weightlifting, um, which yeah. I know a lot, not, uh, not a lot of women are into. Um, but I found this great love of weight training um, and then I still continued with the swimming. How I got into the open water swimming is during lockdown. Obviously, the swimming pools were shut. We couldn't go anymore. Yeah. Um, and I was having quite a bad bout of mental health. Um, and so I would um, kind of thought about open water swimming. This was back in January of 2020. Yeah. So I found another coach. I do love a coach for things that I don't know about. Um, yeah. So I found an open water coach and had a couple of sessions with him. He was fantastic. Um, and the first time I went into the water was in the Thames. It was three degrees in January. Um, and it was wow. the most amazing experience of my life. The feeling and the rush that you get from going into that cold water. Yeah. And also the bravery and the, mo the mental motivation that it takes you to think, yeah. I'm going to get out of my nice warm house now, my nice warm car, and go and get undressed on a beach and go and get in the water. Um, and I found a great love of it. Um, and so I, from that, I found then a local swimming club um, that I go to twice a week and then um, found lots of different competitions that I then got into. So oh, fantastic. And then so that first time when you went into the water, were you, you know, 
Is it just a swimsuit or did you have a wetsuit on? Nope. So I've never had a wetsuit. Um, there's a couple of reasons why. The first time I went in was just skins and it was amazing feeling on my skin. Yeah. And um, so it feels very tingly when you're in that cold. Um, the second reason is because there's a massive niche market for plus size wetsuits because nobody seems to design them and I can't seem to find one to fit. Um, but I actually quite like the feeling on my skin. Um, I've done a triathlon, so I just wore a tri suit for that. So I tend right, okay. to, in the colder months, just wear my yeah. tri suit because that keeps the edge off a little bit. Yeah. So, so when you're in the water, um, how long do you normally stay in? So the general rule of health, like safety wise is you would generally stay in one uh, minute, one or two minutes per degree. So during the cold water months, I would only, if it's five degrees, for instance, I would only stay in a maximum of about 15 minutes. Ah, right, okay. Obviously, the more that you do it, the better adapted your body gets. But you have to listen to your body. Obviously, yeah. if you're in there for five minutes and you, you know that you're getting too cold. Um, during the summer months, it's it's fine. So I did um, I did a competition in September called the Doctor Doc. Um, and that was um, one and a half kilometers. Yeah. And I, I was in the water for a good hour then. Yeah. Um, but I recently did another competition called the MK1K Milton Keynes. It was supposed to be three kilometers, but the water temperature had really dipped and it had gone down to 14 degrees. And so I only completed one kilometer of that because I knew right, that my okay. body was getting too cold. Yeah. No, definitely. And then, so I've done a wee bit of open water myself. Um, I've done it at Loch Lomond. Um, oh, so, so jealous. It's, uh, <laughs> It's because, uh, you know, it was a previous client. She told me about it. And then I went down and, and these guys, they go out maybe, they go out uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 6 a.m. They're yeah. in Duck, Duck Bay Beach, you know. Um, some of them um, wet, wetsuits and then others, you know, skins. Um, I tried it once. Uh, I lasted 36 minutes in the skins. <laughs> so, you know, it's just not a bad That's time. a pretty good time, actually. Yeah. I'm guessing it's still quite cold all year round that far north. Yeah, yes. Aye. Um, okay, so for yourself, what does fitness mean to you, Jed? Fitness to me is my happy place. Yeah. So I struggled uh, for a long time with an eating disorder and mental health issues. And for me, fitness has to come before all else every yeah. day. Um, it keeps me literally alive some days when I'm having a really bad mental health day. If I work out, it completely changes my day. Totally. Um, and I have to I have to be selfish and I have to put time aside for that every day, no matter what form it is. Yeah. Um, so fitness to me is literally my happy place. When I walk through the gym door, my, a smile comes on my face. If I get on my bike or I, especially if I get in the water, because for me, the water is is the best place to be because it's just me in the water I don't have to think about anything else yeah um and even you know on a treadmill if I'm just listening to one of my podcasts or, or audio books for me it it's a lifesaver literally oh, definitely and you obviously mentioned that you go twice a week um to your swimming club so what's your normal routine for the, throughout the week obviously if you go to the gym as well yeah so um, I've changed jobs recently, but for me, um, I have to go early. I'm a bit like yourself. You mentioned yeah. that you're in the gym at six. So I have to get in the gym before my mental health demons wake up. They like a lay-in. I don't. Um, yes. So <laughs> by the time that I've got there and I'm on the treadmill, it's too late for them to talk me out of it. So I like to exercise early. I feel like it sets me up for the day. 
So generally Monday and Tuesday, I'd be in the gym at six. And then uh, Wednesday and Saturday is when I do my swim clubs. So they're in the evening on a Wednesday in the morning on the Saturday. And then the other days I would go back to the gym. So um, because I, I, I trained for a triathlon in August and I'm going to do it again next year, I try and keep up my cycling and my running, um, but also some strength training in there as well. So my trainer and I have come up with um, three days of full body kind of workouts. Yeah. And then I'll do the cardio in between those days. Ah, perfect. And you obviously mentioned that your your trainer is very inspirational to you. Yeah. So so who's that? Um, so he's Matt Hawley. So he works um, in my local club in Basildon. Amazingly inspirational person. Um, and actually, uh, his family run a foundation for his brother that they lost to cancer. And they that that foundation was who I raised money for during the triathlon. Actually. Oh. Fantastic. Yeah, so we have a great relationship. Yeah, good. I even took him in, actually. You said about one of your clients, I took him into the water, and ah. he didn't last quite as long as you. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So for yourself, Jed, how would you compare um, your fitness levels between pre-COVID to post-COVID? Um, I would say that they're definitely better now because I've got a bit more of a focus. Yeah. Um, Pre-COVID, I would never have thought of doing a triathlon, for instance. Yeah. Um, and that was due to the open water swimming that that came about. Um, so, yeah, I would say that they're they're a lot better yeah. just because of the different things that I found during COVID, um, like the swimming that kind yeah. of have, have snowballed into other things. Um, definitely my stamina is a bit better. So I, I hadn't been to do my running for a while. So I started couch to 5K again this oh, morning. Good. And it was quite easy to do it. So um, definitely I was thinking, oh, you know, I feel like I'm going to be really unfit, but it wasn't. I think your body does retain that kind of yeah. knowledge. Yeah, well, definitely. And then for yourself, um, you know, we've spoke about mental health mm. um, recently, um, but for the gyms reopening and then obviously the open water swimming, would you say it's a big benefit to your mental health each Absolutely. day? Absolutely. Absolutely. When the gyms were shut during lockdown, I found it really difficult to, to work out at home. I know a lot of people managed it. I didn't. I tried very hard and I couldn't get that motivation. I, I like the differential between my home and then the gym. Yeah. Um, so 100%, if we go into a lockdown again, I will just be absolutely devastated. Yeah. But I do have the open water swimming. I can do that during COVID yeah. um, because obviously I'm, I'm outdoors. Um, and also... I've obviously found a love of cycling and running now, which you can also do outdoors. Yeah, a wee mixture. Um, yeah, but I definitely think that having places, you know, if you're like me and you find it very difficult to do like a class at home, for instance, like I downloaded yeah. the, the Les Mills app and tried to do it, but it's very difficult when you're at home, especially because I yes. live in a tiny house and there's five of us, so exactly. hard to exactly. find that time. But yeah, the mental health benefits to exercise have just been massive. And it's, it's quite interesting because I was... I had a podcast yesterday with a football coach from Sweden. Okay. Um, and we were speaking about, you know, pre-post-COVID and gyms in Sweden never closed. So oh, they, they okay. actually stayed open with restricted numbers. So it only seems as if it's the UK that's closed yeah. down the gyms. Yeah. yeah so. And I definitely think that there must have been a massive, um, a massive downturn in mental health, not just because of lockdown, because it was hard on all of us, yeah. but not having access to those places like 
swimming pools and gyms and stuff like that if you were in a normal routine and not everybody who was going indoor swimming would have thought to go outdoors I mean yeah. it was January why would you you know I was one of probably the only crazy people out there that thought about <laughs> I think as well the you know the, the very first lockdown you know in the, in the summer of 2020 it, it was treated as a holiday for yeah, the majority definitely. of it. But I think yeah. the, the second lockdown, you know, between January and, you know, the April, May there, um, I think that was um, challenging for everybody. Everybody got fatigued with it. Yeah. They just wanted normality. You know, the weather was horrible. It was dark yes. mornings, dark nights. And yeah. you, know, you just couldn't socialise as you would normally yeah. do if it was better weather. But I always come across, you know, you know, when you go on holiday, um, you always put, you're always putting a better mood. You know, if the sun's out. Yes. So I think if we lived in a country where the sun was out, well, yeah, health would be definitely. <laughs> you wouldn't be so bad, right? Definitely, yeah. totally. I totally agree with that. <laughs> I know that if we go into another lockdown, which I I personally have a bet with my partner that it's imminent, um, is that I definitely have other things that I can do now to to oh, yeah. get to keep that fitness going. So, you know, Definitely. I can run in the park, I, I can ride my bike, I can swim. I think everyone's now, we're now focused to adapt to yes. change. Yeah. So, whereas before we're like, nah, we don't like change. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the way Britons are. <laughs> yeah. I think as well that if you have bad mental health, adapting to change is very very difficult oh definitely and then it's an excuse for your little mental health demons to really talk you out of stuff as well if you're in a routine and it suddenly gets changed so I think being adaptable particularly with COVID it's really important that you have like a plan A where you can go to the gym at six o'clock and you can go to the swimming pool but plan B is you get on your bike and you you kind of almost have that routine in a filing cabinet somewhere that you can pull out in case yeah. of that definitely oh, definitely and then for yourself Jed What's your bad habits? Bad habits are talking myself out of things, definitely. Uh, Particularly the swims on a Wednesday evening. If I've been to work, I'm like, oh, you know, it's going to be really cold. I want to get in. Um, Yeah, so definitely procrastination is one of my bad habits. Um, And I mean, I wouldn't say a bad habit, but I'm still struggling uh, with the eating disorder and trying to get on top of that. But uh, I keep trying every day, so you know. Hopefully, one day I'll find the uh, find the right cure for me. Nah, good. Okay, so you mentioned that you go to the gym. Yeah. Um. So if you're going to the gym, what's the what's your type of music that gets you going that helps you motivate yourself? Um. Oh gosh, my playlist is really random, but um, one of my favourite songs when I'm running is a really old track by Christina Aguilera, Fighter. I love that song. Um, anything by Eminem. Um, I'm loving a bit of Lizzo and Cardi B at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So say, say you walked into the gym or you, you were going out to run and then your, your playlist is mucked up and then it's, it's put the worst type of music that would really demotivate you. What would that be? Oh, God, anything by Coldplay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, you mentioned, um, you know, you've been training a, a couple of years now. So what's your favourite exercise? Oh, gosh, that's a hard one. Um, probably, uh, I don't think it's a Romanian deadlift. I think it's the one, um, I do like a Romanian deadlift. 
Yeah. But um, I love the one where you have to put one foot on the back and then dip down. Yeah. It's, I love those. They hurt like hell, but they feel really good. And I think probably my, my old time favourite is a squat. You can't go wrong yeah. with a squat, especially if you do it properly. Yes, exactly. What, and then obviously if you went into for your session with your trainer and he gave you your, your worst exercise, what would that be? Oh, anything to do with the Stairmaster. I hate right, the Stairmaster. Okay. Um, I'm not a huge fan of, um, I, I'm really bad with what they're called, but calf raises. I hate calf raises. Right, they okay. always really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so, so far, Jude, what's the best memory of your fitness journey so far? I think probably um, completing my triathlon. So that yeah. was massive, massive achievement for me. Um, I cried like a baby. Like my, if you look on Instagram, my finishing pictures, I'm literally just bawling like a baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was just, it wasn't so much the day of the triathlon. It was all of the amazing people that I surrounded myself with beforehand. Yeah. So my trainer, um, my swim coach, who was also a triathlon coach, um, I listened to some amazing podcasts by amazing people that really motivated me and kept me yeah. going. My friends who would, you know, grab me out of bed at 5.30 a.m. to go to the gym because I knew I didn't want to do it. And so that, that I only gave myself about 16 weeks as well to train for the triathlon. Yeah, okay. It was quite a short period of time. And so that 16 weeks was such a brilliant time because I'm so focused. And um, yeah, as I say, the day of, I remember like, coming up the ramp knowing that I was going to finish and thinking oh my god I've like I've done it I've yeah it was it, you know it was a hard thing to do um yeah and I just remember on the bike track, it was a 10 kilometer bike ride and I remember just going around the and I was crying on the bike thinking about how happy I was and how, how yeah. blessed I was to be actually doing this and and kind of achieving it so yeah definitely the triathlon was amazing for me ah fantastic and Obviously, you mentioned you're going to be doing more of those, yeah? Yeah, so um, definitely. So I've already signed up for the um, London Triathlon next year uh, in August. I'm thinking, I'm maybe thinking of doing Blenheim Palace. I'm not sure yet. Um, I've also got the Dock to Dock, which is a swim race in the London Docks. And I'm going to do five kilometres, which is the longest stretch I've ever done. Ah, good. Um, and then also my swim club and I are thinking of trying to put together a English Channel Relay swim for 2023. So ah, they're fantastic. my kind of next steps. <laughs> ah, good. And then for yourself, Jade, obviously you're, you, you like setting goals. Mm. Yeah. So do you track your fitness goals at all? Uh, yeah, so uh, I don't track food um, at the moment. I don't calorie count and I don't track anything like that. I just have a few simple rules that I kind of live by because with eating disorders, you have to be kind of careful with that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my fit, I have my smartwatch that I wear all the time. Um, so yeah, I always try and progress and get better. And then I have, I'm very old school. My trainer keeps trying to make me work off the Excel spreadsheet that he puts in my OneDrive, but I can't do it. So I've got a book. A diary that I kind of write in and make sure that yes. I'm progressing with weights right. and reps and then when I kind of dead out on the weights then we kind of look at you know the repetitions and and stronger and lighter loads and stuff like that so yeah. I'm always trying to advance better. Oh fantastic and then for yourself what's the one thing that you would like to achieve within your fitness journey in the next year? Oh gosh uh Definitely up in the triathlon distance um, yeah. to uh, from a super sprint to a sprint. 
um, the Dr. Doc race, obviously. Um, just personally for food, I would just like to, I'd like to minimize my frame. I'm not going to say lose weight. I'd like to minimize my frame so I can be more efficient. Yeah. Um, but that obviously has to come very slowly and in a different way to how normal people do it just because I'm in recovery. Yeah. Um, but yes, I, I would like to just minimize my frame so that I can be more efficient in the water and running and stuff like that. Oh, fantastic. And then what's the best compliment you've ever received within your journey? Um, both of my trainers have said how inspirational I am. And I find I find that a difficult compliment to take because I find them so inspirational. Um, okay. Yes. So, yeah. And and also, actually, the lady that referred me to you, um, Heidi, she's a brilliant swimmer and um, is a brilliant athlete. And the fact that she wanted me to speak to you because she found my story inspirational. I find it quite interesting that people find me inspirational because I don't think I'm inspirational. No, all. you certainly are inspirational. So um, <laughs> don't put yourself down, Jed. Yeah, just, as I say, it's just weird that people would find me inspirational because I'm just little old me, you know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I find that kind of, you know, the people that I, the fact that the people that I find really inspirational and look to for inspiration find me the same. So yeah, that's quite a nice yeah. compliment to and have. And then for yourself, what's the three things that you would, you know, relate to your fitness uh, training just now? What do you mean? So, for example, obviously, if you're going to the gym, if you're, you know, if you're wanting to, if you're looking for strength you know if you're in the water are you looking for speed you know right so uh, definitely in the gym I want to kind of get back to where I was um I've had a period of illness where so like things have kind of like my couch to 5k for instance I want to be back up to there uh, in the swimming I need to in uh, increase my endurance um so not so much my speed but being able to endure things like the 5k swims because that's hard going it's probably going to take me a good couple of hours um and then my bike I've just got a very nice new Carrera bike so I'd like to kind of be out a bit more on that um and just um I guess I with the bike I just bike normally whereas I know there's probably a way to race bike I guess yeah, yeah. so yeah so kind of looking into that really nah good okay so before we round up um what we're going to do is I'm going to give you quick fire questions okay <laughs> <laughs> okay so if you're running long distance or short Oh, short. Okay. Cardio or weights? Oh, weights, 100%. Crossfit, yes or no? Uh, yeah, it's got its place, I guess. <laughs> Lift fast or slow? Oh, uh, slow. <laughs> heavy resistance or light? Oh, heavy. Squat or deadlift? Squat. I'm terrible at a deadlift. <laughs> <laughs> Last one. Burpees, yes or no? Oh, I can't do a burpee. I have to do the uh, walkouts, <laughs> which I hate, <laughs> but I do them. <laughs> and then the last last question before we round up, what's your best accomplishment within your fitness? Oh, gosh. Uh, get into the gym on the days when I'm really low. Yeah, okay. Perfect, Jed. Um, it's been great having you on. So, Thank you. Have you got any questions for myself? Um, yeah, I guess, you know, I, I always look for advice from people that are in the industry. So uh, what would you advise that I kind of do to uh, help my um, endurance for the triathlon? So or for swim, yourself, even? Well, the swim, yeah. The, yeah, yes. so for your triathlon, what I would do is um, I would definitely 
increase um, your timings on the bike. Obviously, go at a lighter resistance as well. Um, swims as well. Try and get out more often. Obviously, have a wee pattern, you know, where you're probably going out more than often. Yeah. Um, and then especially up in your runs as well, if you know you're going to be doing, you know, 15K in that uh, triathlon, um, I would definitely up your distance as well. Um, but yeah, just stay hydrated through, throughout yeah. as well, you know, because that's the most important thing. And uh, what's, the, what's the most inspirational quote you've ever been given or piece of advice? So the, um, so it actually um, stems back to my journey, because I was, I was a full lifeguard and I was a wee bit overweight, not too much, right enough. Um, and basically, Scott McCutcheon and Paul Wallace, two trainers at Glasgow Club Gobbles, they gave me a gym program. They introduced me to Metafit and G-Cycle, which is obviously indoor spin. And I would do those two classes, uh, you know, back to back, five times a week. I've done that for six weeks. Oh, wow. Um, with a strict diet, going to the gym, and I lost two stone in six weeks. Wow. So, um, and then on the back of that, you know, I had one of those days where, you know, you're in a job, I'm on the, on the pool, and something happens, and I was, you know, thinking, could I go for my gym instructor? Um, somebody says to me, they says, like, you've got nothing to lose, you've still got a job, go and do the course, see what happens, and here I am, I'm now helping people, so it's, it's actually stemmed from there, so somebody's helped me, and now I am want to help more people, yeah. so that's the way it goes. Brilliant. Um, but no, any more questions? Nope, I think I'm good. That, that's been perfect, Jude, uh, thanks for your time this morning, it's been Thank really you. appreciated. Thank you.